0: They say we sick with it, you better wear a we mask uh-huh. They say we're moving towards the top, but we, we work like, like we're trash. trash I mean, these conversations happen and you shouldn't, shouldn't have asked yeah. We're the winners of the future, hey. not the slave to the past uh-huh. You said we never ever make it and I'm saying you uh-huh. lied Tune in every Monday, press play, share and subscribe Your invoice has been processed, Bring me my money, don't hide Don't play with me, I'm kingdom and I'm outside Hey Tweety, what are you drinking over there? How's the blitz? alright guys so you caught us we are drinking our favorite coffee and that is Hustle Blends Coffee Hustle Blends Coffee is curated for visionaries um, high performing people, executors all of the above, and we want to share this coffee with you. So, we have recently launched our coffee in a cold brew. That's right, packaged up just for you. It could be delivered to your door anytime you want it to be delivered. So, while you're working on building that billion dollar plan and you're already getting your services from Renown.Tech, go ahead and throw back a shot of coffee that is Hustle Blends. Shop Hustle Blends at www.hustleblends with a Z. Com. coffee and jesus all day baby good morning good afternoon good evening everybody welcome back to million dollar conversations podcast i am one half of your podcast all right but i'm not gonna introduce myself first i'm gonna introduce my other co-hosts All right you we are talking about none other than mr put it on Mr. Frank Ocean, Uh all right? We're talking about Mr. Red Velvet. Uh We're talking about Mr. Jumpsuit for the Winter, okay? Uh We're talking about tiptoeing on your marble floors. Uh We're talking about Mr. DeLeon. We're talking about (laughs) Mr. Hit That Holy Ghost. All right, we're talking about Mr. Boosie Fade himself. None other than million-dollar tizza 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 to wheat in the building. I appreciate that. You got
1: it right, man. Man, look here. All right. We got, we got. uh... Oh,
0: Lord. Oh, Lord.
1: (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. Come on. Let me, let me get you. Let me get you together. We got none other than the one, the only, the Patty Pie, the Patty May, the, the one and only. I can't match your energy. I'm sorry. Patrice uh, is in give the me building. Not, Give me
0: the microphone. I'm a black woman. Right, I'll, just right, I'll just do it myself. I'll just do it myself. It's fine. No, we're talking about none other than your favorite rich mother herself. All right. None other than the, the Faith Boss Pizzy.
1: Fade away, Patty.
0: Is it Pat, Master P. All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. It is so awesome to be back in the building, recording, um, living life, and we have so much to talk about. We've been having loads and loads and loads of conversations. But first of all, we're going to go ahead and start our podcast with this. All right, what this is is just a little part of the podcast, and we talk about something completely random, off put, off beat, but something that you'll probably find yourself talking about a little later after you talk after you hear this podcast. So, Tweety. Tell me the top three artists this year that you believe had a major glow up this year with music, um, whatever their art was, whether it was like movies or whatever. What are three artists? You know, these could be actors, singers, painters, entrepreneurs, whomever. I'm just going to say artists just because whatever they do is creative that had a major glow up um, not saying they were trash before, but had a really good year this year. That you admire?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say I admire these people, um, but I, ha- I can I can respect the hustle. Why and can't
0: I, you say admire? Why do men have a hard time saying admire?
1: Because I'm not a fan. But I,
0: admiration does not equal fandom.
1: Okay, I I, men I could care have a less. Hard
0: time saying they admire. Uh, Who do uh, you admire? Let's start there. Who do you admire?
1: Um, my dad,
0: Jesus myself that is such a typical man answer
1: it's so typical for you to ask me a question and then answer the question for me okay
0: go ahead you're right
1: (laughs) so can i answer the question or you want to answer it for me go
0: ahead you got it baby
1: all right thank you very much um what one one person i can see this year has who's had a major glow up along with their camp has been uh toby Mm nugoy um just
0: never given him his things before
1: I've I've never liked his songs. I don't like his I don't like his music, but I could definitely give props where it's due. And okay. saying he's had a glow up, okay, okay, you know, right. to where like you know every year he gets better as far as to his fan base. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see that there has been a, a organic growth of audience. Yeah, I, I I can be you know I don't I don't want to be uh, one thing I, I I'm not is not is a hater. I could definitely not like something but still see the potential of it or the greatness in it without being part of it. Mm -hmm. So um, what he's been able to do musically um, is very talented, Um, and it's caused him to have a a great glow up this year. Another person I would say would be, um, I hope I'm not butchering his name, Um, maharsha Ali. He's an actor. Um, Yeah, Ali. Mm -hmm. um, He's he's an actor. He's had a late run in his career. So, for some reason, black actors get that. Like, you got to hit your mid 30s to late 40s sometimes to get, you know, black male actors. Black male actors, to be be specific. Um, He's had a great run. He has a new movie coming out. I'm excited for it. It's going to come out on Apple TV, um, in which he's a clone or he's a dying guy. And he doesn't want to disappoint his family with his with grief and stuff, so he's going to like this uh, scientist who's gonna create another clone of himself, so his family doesn't know that he's actually dead. Mm. Interesting stuff. I love that you know black directors and actors are going into sci-fi and different genres, not just scary movie. We've kind of seen that, but like you know just jumping to different things. Um, Last person. Um I would say it would go to a who have I who have I been keeping any art like just art in general just any art yeah um I would say um I'd give it to uh, another black actor he was in What's that movie? The Heart of they fall. Forgot his name.
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't see it because you watched it without me.
1: <laughs> you don't like action. You you know that you don't like action movie. There's shooting. There's blood. There's gore. That's not your. It's fl- not your type of film. You you still not interested in watching it. Um, but great movie. Uh, but I, w- I forgot his name. He was in a lot of great stuff. Um, at. The, the 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 season for black actors is in mm-hmm. and I really love that it there's so many. no, Regina Hall. No, no, not Regina Hall. What's the other Regina King. Mm-hmm. Regina King has really like solidified herself as a legend as of the past, you know, she's been a legend to, to me over past fifteen years. But like this last two, three years, especially this year, she's been taken seriously. Like I could see her jumping into her own lead role to where there's you know she's not supporting actress mm-hmm. i feel like she's one of those people who's always put as a supporting actress but she could carry the whole
0: thing oh yeah she's never got her thing yeah never got her thing so yeah okay um so this person would not probably be considered a glow up when i say it because you'll probably always be like man patrice like that person was always on but i really do like um the angle that this person is taking with like promoting um promoting new happenings as well as you know Just kind of documenting his life But Will Smith um, Will Smith has had I know everybody's familiar with the Red Table Talk And Jada And you know all those things And everybody has you know different things to say about them And their marriage and their family And I'm actually not even going to touch on none of that Really just like this man's YouTube channel Is like super inspirational And it's not like Ho-hum corny or at least not to me And maybe to somebody else But um, he's releasing this book called um best shape of my life or something like that anyway it's about just him losing weight I mean it started off as like a weight loss journey but then it turned into him just really kind of like unpacking and writing about you know how he feels about his dad and how he feels about being a father and I honestly just that kind of transparent look just feeling like that you know somebody of that status is is that normal um I thought it was really cool and I thought it was really smart and genius even how um they chose to promote that um, another glow up. See, I always end up asking questions that I can't answer, oh, Tweety. Okay, um, let's see here. Who else do I think has had a major glow up this year, or within the last year or two? Uh, this is gonna be just easy peasy. But I'm gonna say, um, Yvonne Orgy. At first I was gonna say Issa Rae, but I feel like everybody would say that. But Yvonne Orgy, honestly, if we were to talk about and I feel like we should, Insecure and how she is such a phenomenal supportive actress, but aside from even her little like her micro role in that, that whole, you know, um series, I think just her as a creative, her as a comic. At first this girl put out a um she put out a, a, a stand up last year. Yeah, on HBO. And at first, I was like, let's just watch it. It was the pandemic. Like anything with black people, it was pretty much good to go. Like we was gonna we was gonna press play. But I I was really unsure if she was gonna be funny or not because I'd watched Amanda Seals stand up, which Amanda Seals has never entertained me. But I was kind of like, I don't know. They kind of come from the same camp. I don't know what this gonna be. But Homegirl was actually hilarious. If you watch her interview, she's very smart. And I, I really just I, I, I see her being up next, like legitimately up next. Um, and really holding it down as a Nigerian American, like still like not really, you know, we've talked about this before, like forfeiting your African roots, but still coming off very, you know, posh and, and American and all those things. I think she's really gonna hold it down for that. And in the third person, I'm going to say <laughs> I'm going to say somebody who finally got their things. Who's the guy from Maverick City? The the, the main singer. The black guy. Chandler. Chandler. Chandler Moore. Chandler. Yeah, man, I feel like um just the fact that people even know his name now, but I mean this guy is so so richly talented and i think that he definitely um, is getting his things slowly but surely but definitely getting his things so that is my little glow up situation let's talk real quick okay. let's talk real quick let's talk about the representative space of of christians on mainstream you know be it tv be it movies be it music like it like really christians um Truly disrupting the mainstream space. Let's talk about that because what we were about to talk about was insecure, and you know I've watched this show for probably the past since since it started. So what that was five years ago or so, and I remember really really liking the show. Then I remember going through a period when I was all like, I think I like the show because it's the only show that's like dedicated to my demographic, and like having that real sit down myself and being like, I don't think I'm watching the show no more. But then I felt like I was too deep in that I was like, I got to see how this ends, and. now We're in the last season and I'm completely Uninterested I know that's like Man like how dare you say that but I, I feel Like it's not going anywhere and the only real Intriguing episode I saw Was about parenthood And co-parenting and stuff like that and I Wrestled with myself as to whether I was interested in that because I am a new Parent or because it was just good But nonetheless my question For you is Tweety how are we Feeling or do you feel like there are any real Representative representations of Christians and mainstream, on a, like with a show like Insecure or music that everybody would listen to and not even know it's Christian.
1: I would say that there's more than enough representation for Christians. I know that's probably not what people are gonna say. We need more. Yes, we do need more representation. But sometimes the things that are not labeled Christian are usually are, and they don't have to be labeled in order. You gotta just go find it. Or the actors that don't have to put on six crosses for you to know <laughs> that they're Christian <laughs> yeah, yeah. are the ones that you need to just take a deeper look. Like uh, one that people probably know of but really don't understand is Denzel Washington. Uh, Denzel Washington has gone over the years proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord. He's gone to you know several. Uh, Uh, colleges and gave speeches about how God and how faith works in the industry he's in and how he doesn't compromise his marriage in in behalf of this industry. So you can see that through his son who's an actor as well and also he's part of the glow up. He's up next. Um, I forgot his name but David Washington. Washington. David Washington I think is his name. Actually he might not even go by his last name because he didn't want to get the the shine from
0: the nepotism, yeah, yeah. But he's
1: really talented actor um, as well. But um, he's one. There, there's so many that I never really jump off the. I when somebody says I'm a Christian actor, or I'm a Christian rapper, I'm a Christian musician. I, I think your life should speak it. Yeah. Like I like if I walk into work and I'm like, hey guys, I'm Christian, but I cuss you out the next minute. What does that mean? I've just you know.
0: I totally agree with that, but I also am asking, like, is there are there Christian stories being told? Like on the forefront, in the media, you know what I'm saying? Like the true, real deal, holy field conversations that we don't talk about. Like we talk about a lot of the prim and proper and prissy stuff you know, on social media when it comes to, like, the Christian arenas, or at least that's what I've seen from my my corner of social media. I'm starting to see that there are people who don't mind being a little bit more raw about it, but what I hear a lot is, like, you know, sis, you know, get yourself together for your man, you know, get your, you know, I'm seeing a lot of that, but nobody out here is, like, really, really on some, like, yo, like, I'm trying to get myself together for God, (laughs) you know, like if a man comes, he's great. That's great. That's wonderful. I'd like to be with somebody, but I, you know, I would love for somebody to finally stand up and be like, I'm really tired of it being preached that I need to be this, this, this wonderful, wholesome cookie baking and meatloaf making woman in order to be worthy of being a wife when I really just want to be like you know, like pure and acceptable to Christ, like as a human, you know, like I I think that there aren't enough of those stories being told about the struggles of walking with Christ and the, the struggles of, of renewing your mind daily. And, you know, just, just the different things that people go through.
1: I think those stories are being told, Patrice. I think it's just not found. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just because you can't find something doesn't mean it's not there. Um, So at the end of the day, You want to speak from an experience of where you are. Um, And sometimes, I mean, it's hard to speak about being a single woman and you're not. (laughs) You know, it's a privilege that you're not. So, like, it's hard to speak about what married men or single men go through because I don't know. So uh, you try to speak on the very thing that you're going through in hopes that somebody who is in your predicament can really Get help from it. But back to your question about Christians being in this space uh, of entertainment, Um, there's there's so many Christians in, in the realm of entertainment. I don't think Christians are backed up by Christians. Oh. I think Christians end up deciding who their favorite is and sticking with it. Amen. Oh, man, like, you know, I'm not going to throw this guy's name out there, but, like, if this is your favorite musician, he's been your favorite musician for 20 years, nobody else in that space can fill those shoes. Yeah. If this is your favorite uh, Christian actor, there's nobody in that space that can come in and become new and try to fill those shoes. Right. So what I mean by Christians not backing each other, we rather talk about what somebody is doing that's not, that there's a Christian that is wrong. Right rather than uplift them in the things that are right, or even pray and cover them in areas that they're wrong. For right, right, right. an example, uh, Justin Bieber came out, he's like, I'm a Christian. For that, before you know it, he lo- you look up, he's thinking about peaches, mm-hmm. and we're all confused. <laughs> you're like, wait, wait a minute, you was thinking about the Lord, now you're here?
0: But like, you're not really... Um, I mean, but to, to just kind of you know stir the pot a little bit, I don't think we beat up on Justin Bieber nearly as much as we beat up on Kanye West.
1: We do. Um, Not nearly as much. Uh, but, but, but because he doesn't do enough damage to himself for us to see those things, mm-hmm. he'll drop the album, mm-hmm. and that'll be that. Mm-hmm. And you'll talk about him, and he'll keep it moving. Um, I, I don't even want to keep mentioning Kanye West and Christianity together because I do believe he is one, but I do believe that we're losing sight of the true uh, mission. The true mission is not to find out whether Kanye West is a Christian or not. The true mission is that he may know Christ and live a life after Christ, you know? Um, and as believers, our job is not to question the faith. Our job is to pray that he gets a true experience. He gets to, you know, st- uh, stay still in the Lord. Um, so I-, I really think that, you know, we are our own biggest haters. I agree. We that. don't want our like the progress that we could be seeing in these areas and field whether it's music, you know. When's the last time you watched the Dove Awards?
0: The Dove Awards? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I probably watched it once.
1: I've never wa- I I'll be honest, I've never watched it all the way through. Yeah. Um when's the I've
0: it been la- the Stellar Awards a couple of times.
1: Yeah, but we, we watch it because of blackness. We yes. we don't watch it because of God. We don't yeah. like. I'm just I'm just pointing out the truth. Yeah. You know, we we cause certain things. Like we call ourselves the Black Church. Why don't we just call ourselves the Church? Yeah. You know, what I'm saying this is where the separation and the issues that we are going to go through come oh man, I don't want to listen to 101.7 because ain't no black artists. Well, have we considered that nobody is paying for their song to be on there? Wow. (laughs) You know, you complain about Have you called in to say, I want to hear this by this artist? Right. So, you know, uh, these schisms and and, and issues that we are facing in this area, um, the only way to really grow from it is to start supporting each other in areas that, that we are thriving in, whether it's in business, whether it's in entertainment, whether it's in, um, you know, any field. Right. Uh, support your your fellow Christian business. Support your fellow Christian artists. Support your fellow, and what support looks like. It might just be, man, I checked out this one place. It's dope. It's also a faith based business. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. But we'd be so quick to be like, man, I listen to, you know, I'm guilty, but I've listened to this six albums, but I don't know what the new Christian album is. I don't know what the new Christian song is, but I've, I'm kind of all over the place. Yeah. And we say, man, Christians got whack music. It's kind of, you know, all over the place. It's all the same. How do you know right, right. if you haven't been listening to Christian music? Right. It's easy to say that because you're in love with what you're hearing in the world. Yeah. That's just being honest.
0: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Or when a Christian album comes out where all of a sudden just like kind of picking it apart just to see what's what's what, and you know. Oh, they didn't say Jesus in this one song or anything like that. Instead of really just praying and covering that artist. Honestly, what I hear you say, Tweety, is like, hey, if there are people out there in the space, you know, because it's so crazy sometimes that being a Christian, you can be persecuted most by other Christians. You know, but yeah, yeah. So honestly, you know, just um, can you not do that? Uh, all right anyway um but that we just actually uplift support and we actually pray and cover other christians so that's going to lead me to my next thing all right let's talk about covering your business with god all right covering your business is your business covered by god all right is that the insurance you have being covered by God so what I mean by this is you know a lot of us say we have faith-based businesses or we're Christian-owned businesses or whatever the case is and you know we say that as a means to communicate to our customers and our you know our clients to say like hey you know when you're here God is here with us um but one thing I want to make sure that we're clear on is that are we submitting our business back to Christ so Tweety what do you think that means Honestly,
1: I think we make up stuff as we go. Mm. (laughs) When I read the word, ain't no faith-based business. Mm. (laughs) I I mean, Jesus didn't say I'm a Christian carpenter. (laughs) He didn't say my dad. He was Jesus. So, like, I mean, if we're to be honest, there's some stuff that we make up so that we can attract. It's really uh, proper marketing. You're looking for your audience. And so everybody and anybody could task faith-based business, but ain't got no faith, ain't got no Christ in there, ain't got no nothing in there. Not all, but some. It's just a ploy Mm -hmm. to get more money or to get a specific niche down, you know, business or service from certain people Mm -hmm. because their life may be contrary to the stuff they put out, whether it's clothing, whether it's music, whether it's a business, you got to, you know, try the spirit you yeah. know you got to know and, and look at the fruit and see hey what fruit is coming from this very mouth right. that sings so well right. this very mouth that's selling so well this this jacket that may have the the word of God but is that in you yeah or is this just another thing that you're doing So I feel like we put a lot of titles in, in, in the in the mark in the, in the field of business. That are unnecessary.
0: That is a conversation. You
1: know, like I am, you know, a Christian CEO. That's great. (laughs) But are you operating in excellence as a Christian CEO? Right, right, right.
0: Because
1: you should be representing it like Christ runs it. Yeah. So if you're not, I think you should take that title down and just say, I'm a CEO. Or I'm, I'm trying, you know, I'm or growing like
0: low-key become extremely manipulative at, at quite a few times, because one thing I've realized, um, you know, my, my title is the faith boss at the faith boss. That's my handle on all social media platforms. And, um, you know, I wrote a book about it and the book I wrote about was about doing business with God. It was not about going out of your way to appeal to people who you believe, um, should do business with you because they're Christians, because I don't believe that every Christian is meant for my audience. I don't believe that. But one thing for sure that has happened over time is that people who become uh, eventually attracted to my brand are, you know, in their, their taglines, it's like, I help Christian women, Christian at home, stay at home moms become multimillionaires or something real gimmicky like that. And it becomes manipulative because you're preying on, You're you're preying on a certain audience instead of praying for that audience, for sure.
1: Okay, so I got a question for you. When you say faith-based business, that also means other religions. Mm -hmm. That also means other sectors. It's very inclusive. It's not an exclusive thing, like you know, you don't want to get on there and say I'm a Baptist business owner, (laughs) but I'm saying like,
0: well, Baptist is a denomination, but yeah, yeah,
1: but I'm saying like, you there's no way of you like niching it all the way down to whatever denomination you are, Um, but there has to be a responsive, uh, ethical way as a believer to represent your brand without over publicizing something that you are you already should be walking in
0: oh come on
1: so you should already be walking in the morals of christ you should already be walking and doing business as if you're doing it unto christ yeah so you you know i've seen people be like i don't do business with people who are in the world then who are you doing business with yeah how are you gonna you know testify of your you know of, of the Lord? How right. how are you gonna bring people to Him if all you're saying is I only do business with Christians? Yeah, I only con- like I'm not saying compromise who you are to get business, but I'm saying that. Sometimes we have this exclu- exclusivity of, like, the world, the world, yeah. the world, yeah. the world. I'm like, well, the world is going to be the world, but the church has to still remain the church right. and go and infiltrate these areas. Right. You know, like we talked about these different platforms, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and these platforms are put there as portals.
0: Right.
1: Where you can go in and plug in whatever you want. You could plug in the word or you can plug in a new dance. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going to do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and, and and I'm not saying not go there and have fun because sometimes some people really are corny with it. i just be honest. That's true. And they jump on there and they're like, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you this. I'm like, wait. Like, you know, sometimes that's not what somebody needs to hear because mm-hmm. they've seen six, 16 million people do the same thing. Yeah. It didn't do anything for them. We find trendy ways to stand out, but not bring Christ into standing out, yeah, yeah, so it's like I stand out and I promoted what I'm saying in my like you know, have you ever seen how somebody like could take the glory out of God yeah by trying to put themselves first, so the people end up following you and not following Christ
0: right right right, yeah,
1: that happens when you lose sight of yo, everything I put out doesn't have to have a scripture on it. Everything I put out doesn't have to have, you know, the 16-minute prayer. But if I know that what I'm about to say is going to impact somebody based off of my testimony or based off of something that I went through and I can talk to you about forgiveness, I could talk to you about repentance, I could talk to you about um, um, my journey with Christ without making you feel like you can't get there too.
0: All right, so this is kind of how One time we talked about, you know, is there a less cringy way to bring people to Christ? Remember, we talked about that. We talked about, you know, evangelism and we talked about, you know, whenever you are talking to that coworker or that friend or somebody who watches you go to church every week, but it's kind of like, you know, just doesn't, doesn't get it. Is there a less cringy, but relatable way without compromising the word of God? And what I hear you saying is that you take whatever you take from that. And in in doing your business, I believe that there's nothing wrong with being intentional with walking with Christ in your business. I don't think anything's nothing's wrong with putting scriptures on your merchandise or you know anything like that. I feel like that's how you should do it. But especially if you believe in it, and especially if those are the principles that your business was founded on. But what I also believe is that you know you have to be clear in what you're standing for, and in the people you talk to, and everything like that. You know if they if you feel like you don't want to do business with a certain person because of beliefs because of 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 clashing and conflict you have every right to not do that you have every single right to say like no this isn't going to work for me because the thing that i can give to you is only going to be transferred through this you know so i truly believe that you know as a christian business owner there's nothing wrong with holding true to the principles and walking with christ and letting people know that hey this is what i do and this is who it's for
1: I agree with that, but if we break it down to a molecular level, um, we'll see that, you know, most people will, I'm not even going to say most people, some people will put a scripture behind something, but operate their business a- away from the scripture. Yeah. Not in like they're doing something evil, but you're not walking in that excellent thing that you're saying you are. Yeah. You know, you could say, you know, um, I'm the head and not the tail, but everything you do is last. Yeah. How is that representative of that scripture?
0: Right, right, right,
1: right. You got to be able to back it up. Yeah. It got to be of quality. Or I could just go to Staples and get whatever I need. I could go to, you know, what I could go up the street and get my donut.
0: You definitely have to walk as if your business is revelatory to you. You definitely have to do that. So, excuse me if I'm
1: going to test out and see if this scripture, this business is going to say what it is going to do what it says. Yeah. And so sometimes we get mad. This is this is uh, I think when we when we look at business. Uh, when when I talk to you a lot, I'm like, why are we putting so many emotions into something that God has put in motion? Mm. What I mean by that is that you're you're putting emotions behind something that God has said it's complete, is done yeah. because I'm backing it like you know we you're looking for an investor but God is the the one who puts you in place to get the investor so it's like it goes uh, it goes over people's head and they don't realize that hey wait a minute God put me on yeah if God put me on I don't have to walk around with my head down you know you don't you don't want to just operate off of a deficient place which is an emotion if you're having a good day, well, tomorrow may may rain. Yeah. Prepare for that. Yeah. If you're having a bad day, tomorrow may be sunny. Prepare for that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are very comfortable. When you are comfortable doing what you're usually doing, you're going to get yourself in the same hole. Right. We
0: chase comfort in everything we do. Right. Everything. It
1: feels good. Uh, it feels good to be comfortable. And, and God wants you on your toes because he's ready to move. Mm-hmm. When God says move, move. When God says stay, stay. When God says be still, be still. So specifically when it comes to business and as um, a faith-based uh, business or a Christian-based business, I would say um, my goal is never to be anything that I'm not in private. Right. Like, I want to be who I am and who God has called me to be authentically in everything that I do. Right. So let the brand represent Christ, not just with the scriptures, not just with the merchandise, but with how people view what we're putting out. Right. And I think that's the most important thing is let, let everything you do, be, do be, done unto, uh, be done as if it's done unto Christ
0: absolutely and then have a pure interest in souls and not just success That's it. absolutely so let's go ahead and talk about we already kind of did talk about our faith conversation but Tweety I want to know how are you feeling about um, all of this craziness happening in the world it feels like there's always something happening um, this past week young Dolph um, passed away um, in his hometown trying to go get cookies you know and honestly, every time something like this happens when a celebrity, you know, a well-known person who has done good things in different communities and all this different stuff um, is killed, is murdered um, in what looks like the very same place that they helped out others Um it, it kind of can discourage people and make people feel all kind of different ways and everything like that. And honestly, I think that we could use this opportunity to encourage people because people are kind of feeling low and, and, and feeling, you know, confused about a lot of different things. So what are our thoughts on when we hear news like that um, and how it can really kind of disrupt, like, our our momentum? Um. Uh-huh.
1: Before I get to the encouraging part, (laughs) I I would just like to say that, um, one, it's an unfortunate situation, but I promise you by tomorrow, they're moving on to the next topic. That's how the world works. As far as mindset and like how gruesome and gory some people's mind has already been trained to be. They on the next, I mean... it's not too long ago. It was Nipsey. It was not too long ago. It was uh, Mo three or, or whoever. But you gotta realize that there's a um, I don't even want to call it a conspiracy theory, but there's certain things that are put out in the atmosphere when it comes to music. I, I wrote like an article in 2017 or 18, I think 17, and it's talking about spheres and things that you open your a portal into that you may physically be unaware of. I'm not talking about just Dolph or these other people, but this is a real thing. Like the music industry and the warfare, the spiritual warfare that takes place in it, as you are simply just, oh, I'm just jamming my favorite song. The words that are being uttered, the worship that is being given unto the artist or unto that demonic realm or demonic force is real. The consequences may not be till later, Um, and I'm not trying to be the TikTok conspiracy theories once again, but I want you to know that God wants his worship. God desires his worship, and the worst thing that we can do in this season of not knowing what's going on, because we talk about the world's crazy, the world was crazier, this ain't nothing compared to... Take somebody from the 1960s and tell them that this is going on yeah. and that's supposed to shake them. Yeah,
0: right.
1: No, we are seeing things firsthand with cameras that people saw every day yeah. in the streets. Yeah. That's uh, the, the third host, a.k.a. Preston, waking up to join the crew. Say what's up, Pressy? Um, So... <laughs> Back to what I was saying. Um, The encouragement that I have is that life is short. Um, Continue to, if you're not already trusting God for your next step, lean into that. You don't know when your time is. You don't know what's going on in the world. Um, So while you're here, what's the most important thing? It's time. It's your family. It's love. It's Growing and 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 knowing that those memories are all you have at the end of the day. Um, but go ahead.
0: I also want to say this because one thing I do know about the world we live in and how much information we actually intake in a day in a moment's time. You know, um, if you're a business owner and you're using social media as a strategy to get information out. In the midst of you trying to communicate that information, you over—you probably see a million different ideas and blogs and pictures and products and you know so many different things that can all just really alter your focus. Like, like if you woke up on Monday and said, "I ain't gonna spend a dime this week. I'm gonna make sure all my money is in savings that I earn," and you see that it's Black Friday and a sale happened, and I mean, just like that, like we become diverted so quickly and our emotions. Take so many different hits within an hour, within a day, within a moment. I really want to encourage anybody out there to start your day off with Christ before you get on and start swiping and and scrolling and doing all those things. Like, start living with Christ. Start walking with Christ. That's actually what my ad text is going to be about today, but I'm going to, you know, come to that later. So I really want to encourage you guys in that because, yo, it's hard out here. Like, it's already hard. But then you go into this imaginary world, this meta world, which we're not even going to talk about. Well, we can't talk about that. The meta, the meta world that's yet to come. All right, um, you're already there, and uh, we're we're looking at people's lives and the highlights of people's lives and the things that people got going on and the funny things and the 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 thought provoking things and the emotional provoking things. We're looking at all these different things, and it has. Seriously impacted what we woke up with and the purpose that we had to give out. So I tr- strongly encourage people to take some social media breaks. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, it doesn't ruin your, 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 um, your, yeah, it's not going to ruin your algorithm. It's not going to ruin your free, your efficiency. You know, you can also post without actually having to physically get on social media. You can use things like Later or Planoly um, to really get your posts out there and, you know, scheduled and all those things so that, you know, your information gets out there. But maybe you could be mentally stepping back, spiritually stepping back. Um, so, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say. Um, it's also root your things in Christ like root those things in Christ like every single thing you're doing every single goal you have I know we pop up with different ideas all the time and I know this is kind of going back to business but take that idea back to Christ because even though that idea came from him the thing about him is it's kind of like paddle ball like he'll give you something but you got to bring it right back all right so make sure you're doing that thing as well so I hope I didn't ramble too too much what were you going to say Tweety?
1: I had a question for you because I believe that sometimes our listeners are wanting to hear some of our struggles as well, yes. or some of the things that we're facing as entrepreneurs. I believe that if you're tuning into a podcast called Million Dollar Conversations, you want the tea, you want In the Japanese real, words. you want you want the the whole nine, and we're here for that. So, my question to you, Patrice, is like as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as um, uh, even just a woman CEO, what, what are some challenges that you have faced in the industry that is, um, mostly men
0: um,
1: or just, let's let, what are some challenges that you face that you believe that, you know, maybe I haven't faced?
0: Um, oh man, we talk about that all the time. You and I, um, that there could be, me and you could say the exact same thing. <laughs> we've talked about this so many times. Um, it could be, we sometimes we've even tested it out and tweeted, be like, I'm going to just say this and see what, how people react. This I know it's something you said, but I'm just see how people react to it. And experiencing people be a far, far more receptive to you than to me and that could be based on a multitude of different things one could be gender the other could be you know temperament and communication style whatever but for sure that has happened but I I could speak more on um just kind of Uh, when when you're pretty much going out there to disrupt I think that's the question you're asking like what are some some struggles of trying to build this brand online and trying to to touch the people you want to touch and reach the people you want to reach and I've experienced both spectrums I've, I've experienced multiple multiple not even spectrums but just multiple things I've experienced people who maybe I went to school with, or maybe I just know from around the way, and they have never, they don't know anything about my business. They don't, or they've seen that I have a business, but they've never purchased it, or they've never pressed play on our podcast, or they they don't really know, like, what it is I do, but they just know I do something. And without taking real, um, real time to go and see what it is they just kind of enter into my dms and be like hey girl like i'm starting a business how do i do this and one thing sweetie always used to get on me about was like yo your time your time your your intel your your i mean just the the weighing and the pulling that they can do on you and it did because my heart is to really help it really is and my husband has spotted some things (laughs) and he'll be like yeah i don't know about that um when it comes to just people wanting to latch on knowing that you will will do everything in your power to try to help them and being like hey how much have they tried to help you hey do they really want the help are they just being nosy um that's that's been something that is a bit of a struggle because it really does um it really plays into my trust. You know, I am a a black or white person. I am a all in or all out. I am a, oh my gosh, come over. You can have my lung or uh -uh, stay over there. Like I I am one or the other. And, you know, that's been hard when my feelings get involved. It's also been hard when I've been extremely unmotivated and, and very unsure about myself. You know, I think a lot of people experience that when, you have a good thing going and you have really great days and just as what did Tweety say earlier just like you can have really high highs you can have extremely low lows you know and so people can see that you're on Instagram and everything I can't tell you how many times like we people recognize us from Instagram and see us in person and you just could have caught us on a really bad day you know or a day not like a bad you know a bad terrible tragic day but maybe we just are in our sweats looking crazy and wasn't trying to run into nobody you know you you never just the ups and downs of 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 life you know and dealing with life and then dealing with instagram life or dealing with life and then dealing with like online life i don't know if i answered that
1: you did you did um uh so I, I want you to I want you to give a raw because I feel like we're getting to like the real conversation that people may want to hear, especially when it comes to just who we are and the different challenges we face. Um, I think for me it's entrepreneurship for me, what I've realized and even running a business and doing things that may be seen or not seen is that it's a lonely thing. Yeah. It is so lonely as a Christian entrepreneur. Personally, that's the biggest challenges I face because you look around and you kind of in an island where you want people to understand, but they, you know, you know, they can't yeah, yeah, based off of experience or lack thereof or just based off of the knowledge of what you're doing. Um, um, for me, I, I struggle, I, I struggled in areas where um, I, I don't know how to even begin to share the struggle i don't even know how to begin to share the win or the 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 what's to come next because sometimes you got to cover a thing see it through and then be able to you know release um and it's it's a it's a very lonely thing I, i i i face that personally And you want to feel like you can create a community or be a part of a community that um, could uplift you, could point in a direction. Right. But before you do that, you have to be able to really hone in on your emotions because this industry, this this area of do or die when it comes to uh, business, it's very cutthroat. There's either a good day or a bad day. Right. You, and, and I'm a numbers guy. To the heart, it's like either you made money or you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if we're honest, like we could do all that scripture stuff, all that. But when you got bills to pay, when you got, you know, uh, a business to take to an, the next level, when your plan for the next five years is beyond what somebody else can see, yeah. your mind is not going to be uh, as geared to... Um, for lack of a better word, nonsense.
0: Yeah, you're not as tolerant. So
1: I come off as very militant even to my own wife, if we're honest, based off of the fact that I'm like, you know, like what does this emotion have to do with the task? Or what is, you know, these following um, goals that we have to reach have to do with, you know, even where we are right now. We just got to keep going. And I think the consistency is what I hang my hat off on in that God is going to see it through if I just keep my hands to the plow, if I just keep applying myself to what he's called me to. And sometimes um, the challenge is, Man, like, how many more bricks, Lord? Yeah. <laughs> how many more bricks do I got laid down? How many more lonely nights? How many more, you right. know? How many more un- misunderstood, you know, conversations on where I am and where I'm going, and uh, you know, do they see the vision?
0: Right.
1: Do they see the the, the progress? <laughs> you know.
0: And the short answer is no. <laughs> the very short answer is no. And and what I realize is you cannot be mad at anybody who does not see the vision. You cannot be mad at anybody who does not see the vision. One more time. You cannot be mad at anybody who doesn't see the vision. And also just like you said, Tweety, like just the mission is to go every day. Like that's what we chose. Like we chose this, you know what I'm saying? Like I left my job so that we could do this. And so when I think about that, Just because you're an entrepreneur and we, I mean, let's say you have a good day. Let's say you have a good week. You know, let's say you have a great month. Let's say you, you did amazing. Life still does not stop. Like just because you had an amazing business week doesn't mean that like everything else is just, you know, whatever else. I mean, I don't care what kind of picture they paint for you on social media. Like, you still have loved ones who are sick. You still have people who are shady. You still have your own health things. You still have kids. You still have life. You still have bills. You still have so many other things to to, to hop, hop over just to get to that goal. And you still gotta make that money.
1: Right, so um, let me ask you another question because if we have any Anybody on the other line, or (laughs) I'm acting like we're on radio. Anybody, anybody who's hearing us right now, uh, as a mom, uh, I've seen you be actually degraded in a way when it comes to business, um, because sometimes it's it's on some like you at home with the baby, (laughs) you know. Like, and I look at them and I'm like, you realize that she's the one who came up with this idea. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a very honest guy. Like I am not my strong, my strongest. Um, I guess quality or character of lately has been realizing the areas that I'm good at and the areas that I'm not. An idea creation, this woman laps me in her sleep. She could be dreaming about it better. That's me knowing that I am more of an action oriented guy. I'm more of a, hey, I, I'll be the muscle. What we got to do. Um, and it, once you know what your strengths and weaknesses are as a couple or as, as business partners, you work better because I don't got to step on your toes right? Right. and you don't got to step on mine because you know, I'm going to come through on my end. You gonna come through on your end. But as a, my question, uh,
0: the mom said my,
1: my question is since you have, um, transitioned over to full-time entrepreneurship, um, what are some of the things? the challenges you face with how people view what you're doing because they've never done it or they haven't seen anybody successfully do it.
0: Yo, this is a loaded question. Um, okay. Um, I feel like whenever I get on social media and maybe I rant about mom stuff, a lot of people feel a lot more welcomed into the conversation because it is so relatable And for me, I like having relatable conversations on the internet. I like when, you know, hey, especially because I'm so new to mom motherhood, you know, hearing about other people's different things, um, it, it it truly is a, a very, um, it's a real conversation for me. But the other side of that is like when I left my job, um and you know, of course, like I put in notice, I told my students that, you know, I was leaving, and you know, words spread around and teachers started talking, right? And one of the things that got back around to me was like, oh, yeah, Miss Anguini, I heard that you left because you want to go home and take care of your baby. And I let it slide because. I, you know, that's, I don't have to clean that up because the truth is, yeah, I did want to be at home my baby, but I also had a business to run. Um, and it was far more digestible to a lot more people for me to say that I was going home to take care of my son than for them to believe or even say it out their own mouth that I was going to take care of a business, um, but I also believe that that was for other people to deal with, you know, to to deal with the fact that that was a conversation or that part of the conversation they were going to, you know, omit. Um, yeah, I've gotten a lot of flack for that. I've gotten a lot of, you know, oh, well, yeah, I guess, you know, I understand you got to be home with the baby and everything like that people you know they do like to to down female entrepreneurs and they do like to um count out things people have come to Tweety and I and said oh yeah this is Tweety's business or people have come to Tweety and I and said you know yeah Tweety's th- this and that and everything and Tweety is I mean Tweety is the muscle when he say he's the muscle Tweety is head over operations Tweety is overseeing so many different things in our business he is truly the engine of our business um but we also work together, we also work together. There is not not anything that that he does in our business that I may not know about or anything that I do that he doesn't know about. So yeah, I think people just try to do that to divide. I definitely think people just try to um you know try to try to see where the rift is and that. and the truth of the matter is, we just work together. That's it.
1: Uh, what I like to say that is that <laughs> assumptions are simply that. Assumptions. Yeah. you are assuming. No yeah, you are assuming something that may or may not be true. Right. Um, one thing I faced in this challenge is of just entrepreneurship is. Tra- what do
0: people say to you? Does anybody insult you?
1: Nobody really talks to me. <laughs> I I get to be like I get to read the room a lot more often than not. And most of the times is people really not understanding what's going on. And I actually love it. I love not being approached um, about certain things because for me is if you don't ask, you don't get an answer. So you're going to keep assuming. And sometimes people people's assumptions become their reality, their truth. And if you've already dug your own truth and that's what you think is happening... By all means, you're absolutely correct. you are absolutely correct about whatever you believe, because I don't owe you yeah. an answer to an assumption. Right. But if you're looking for a question on something you may see me do or something that you are currently interested in doing and that I can assist, I'm more than happy to be there and walk anybody through. But I think most of the times I am. I think that sometimes I may be a little intimidating you know, um, and that's not to toot my horn, but it's more of a how do you, you know, like the the approach has never been on like Tweety how's has business. What, how did you do this? It's always been on. It's doing good, right? I see it. All right, bye. <laughs> and I, I I I don't know what to say to that because I don't believe that. As 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 we're growing in the direction we're, we're going, it's not supposed to be understood, you know? Yeah. It's not. And and that's what I, I try to hang my hat off on is just, if I focus on the work that God has put in my hands, I don't got to worry about what the next man or woman is doing to the left or to the right of me. I complete the assignment. And when you complete assignments, you actually help the other person focus on what they need to do too.
0: That is so true. No, that's... I think discipline is the grandest part, of the greatest demonstration of accountability. It definitely is. All right, so let's go ahead and move along, move along like I know we can. All right. Um <laughs> Tweety PPP loans. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're just going to touch on this super quick because somebody asked us actually two people asked us in the last week about PPP loans. Yeah, we don't know nothing about no PPP loans. Uh mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish. I, I truly wish we did, but we don't uh, have know anything about that. But as far as getting business money, um, I don't know if those were asked just to see if we knew about how to get money to start your businesses and stuff. If you follow me on Instagram, at the Faith Boss, um I'll be doing more regular talks about, like, getting grants and things for business, doing pitch competitions and stuff like that. Because we have done stuff like that. But um, as far as, like... <laughs> PPP loans, and somebody literally asked us that. I don't understand that, but that happened. Um, Yeah, we, Hustle Blends has not received a PPP loan.
1: The reason why people (laughs) ask that kind of question is that they're seeing a growth, and they don't know where it's coming from. Uh, And, and and the greatest thing you could do is uh, there's, how do I put it? There's there's an awesome thing about mystery is that it allows you to really move however you want because you don't have to answer too. Mm. So if somebody is coming to me and like, hey, Twitter, you got a PPL loan. I, I want to say I wish I got it. But if you already believe in your heart that the fruit of what you're seeing is because of something else that is not the work that I put in, how can, how can I make it make sense for you? I can't. I leave you right where you are. Um I, I for me, I I I applaud anybody who has received it and has worked hard and used it for the right reasons. But that is not what we have over here. <laughs> we have pure blood, sweat and tears every single day. And uh just making smart investments. Um Positioning ourselves to not only grow this company past where it is, but honestly, on every given day, it's a matter. Hey, son, I'm speaking. It's a matter of going hard, going hard in the paint, No matter the result. If you keep going, you're going to see the results. And so whatever it is you want to do, if, if entrepreneurship is something you want to do full time, just know that your day is not going to look like the guy who's flashing a Ferrari on YouTube or Instagram. You know, your day is going to consist of how do I complete today's task? And you do that for several years and then you receive results.
0: Uh, but that's all I got with the PPP loan thank you sweetie all right so let's go ahead and talk about sierra's prayer for the relationship conversation no we're talking all right so (laughs) sweetie is is not feeling it all right y'all so i wanted to talk about this because this this whole prayer for a relationship prayer for you know all these things i feel like it's quite humorous um but but let's talk real quick okay So, Tweety, uh, the Summer Walker album came out a few weeks ago, maybe a week or so ago. I don't know. And there is a song on there called Sierra's Prayer. And she's praying and all this thing. And then people are, like, really eating it up. I always thought that the Sierra Prayer thing was a joke. I always thought that people would be, like, asking her, hey, what's the prayer? Um, And I thought it was just a joke. I didn't think anybody was serious about it. But come to find out, uh, quite a few people are actually putting this prayer into motion and seeing if they can, you know, cook up a man, all right? So what I want to talk about today is, is it possible, all right, because this is going to be kind of a tailspin, is it possible to be in a relationship with somebody who is not um, subscribed to your same religious beliefs? Because when you ask for that prayer, you're asking for somebody who's like six foot two and 220 and this and that and it has six-figure job and all this stuff. What about their soul work? And what happens when the person that you desire does not match up to um, the same soul destination? What happens when we're sitting up here doing the the make a man, the build a man situation?
1: Um... I'm so over this, this part because the prayer stuff is just, it's it's a little cynical, because my thing is this: ain't nobody finna pray for you, and you get exactly what you want when it's in a song, and the song is about how somebody else got they person. I don't know, Sierra. I don't know. I don't even know who Russell is. Have you you met Russell? I don't know. him, So I don't know what they have. I don't know what they don't have. But I do know that we are so infatuated with marriage and the idolization of marriage and the, the obsessive nature of just the wedding, you know, just the ring, just the man. What about the man who's supposed to be your husband? We don't talk about is he going to fulfill those roles that you need? Um, ain't nothing wrong with praying for God to give you a man. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think that you're not incomplete without the man, you know? And society has just put women in a box because I don't see nobody praying for Sierra, praying for a Sierra. No man is out there saying, I want me to see. I, I I haven't heard that prayer because, you know, we're geared to to for the woman to be the trophy and for the man to be the one chasing. Um, but I don't really got much to say about that aside from it's just getting to a place where everybody just want to manifest a man, mm-hmm. manifest a husband, but you don't know what it come with. And, yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I really don't understand. Because I, I can't even speak from that standpoint because I'm not in those people's shoes. You know, I don't know what it feels like to be a baby daddy. I, I don't know what it feels like to, you know, look for a wife at this age. I don't. So it's I, I'm almost speaking from a place of privilege. I'm privileged to say that that is not my issue. But it's a real issue for somebody out there, and this is a real prayer for somebody. But I'm just letting them know that you're not incomplete. That, you know, you, you might just need to be by yourself in this season <laughs> instead of looking for something that may not be for you, whether it's a nice guy or not. All right. So
0: we know what prayer means. All right. And we know that prayer does change things. All right. So there is some there has to be some sort of heft or some sort of, of, of um, you know, uh, what, 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 what do we call it in church? Um, keeping power in this prayer. It has to be some, some level of it. But what I think I hear you saying is that when things align on time, um, the prayer is that God already knows what you need. Right? So let's talk real quick about overcoming sexual urges in your singleness. All right. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm going off our notes a little bit, but all right, so we do have some listeners who are single, who desire to be married, right? Or desire to even seriously date, but they're nowhere near it. And so they feel like, man, like I am burning with desire. What do I do? What do they do, Tweety?
1: Burning with desire. What do you, what do you, you trying to quench the thirst, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. okay okay I'm I'm gonna be serious Uh, I feel like it's it's really hard in this generation because you're either looked at as a goofball if you're a man for doing it or you're looked at as as a stuck up woman if you don't you know give out or you know if you decide that that is not something you're willing to compromise I believe that we're living in an age where what you can do is really guard your heart because there's a lot of deception, there's a lot of manipulation that goes on into, I call it the test drive mentality. Like, you know, try until you find the one to keep going. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's okay as long as you're, even like, you know, I asked myself a question. This is kind of weird, but I'm going to ask you. What does a condom actually prevent aside from you know you getting pregnant? aren't you actually still committing the deed? Aren't you actually like still um intertwining with another soul?
0: Well, yeah, but I mean it also the the invention of the condom is for STD prevention. STD and pregnancy prevention, that's what a condom is for.
1: But I'm talking about spiritually, there's nothing that it prevents it from.
0: No, there's no spiritual condom.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, spiritually, you you there. Mm -hmm. You have intertwined yourself. You have locked yourself with another soul. Mm -hmm. Whatever spirit is on them is on you. It's done. Yeah. So... Before you lay down with something, because sometimes you don't even know what you laying down with to fulfill a sexual desire. And once again, I'm coming from a very privileged space because I'm married.
0: There... honest about where we were before. I, I, we... I, I, yeah, we so
1: when we got together, uh we did have the yeah. the mindset of We're going to be dating with purpose and resist from temptation. That went out the window by week four, five, six, about a month in. And we was hunching like, like, we was like little squirrels on a (laughs) tree. Okay. Thank you. We were like little squirrels on a tree, just everywhere, anytime, any place, anywhere. Okay. Can you stop? You know, driving up to, you know, each other's campuses. It was just, we was very, very thirsty. Mm-hmm. And we would feel very regretful afterwards, but we didn't stop. We just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why I'm saying I'm speaking from a privileged place because that ended up being my wife. Yeah. But for some people, that ended up being a knight. That ended up being somebody else, Yeah. An ex. But I don't know what it would feel like to date or deal with that kind of uh, pressure now. But I, wouldn't, but I do know, especially for men, the best thing to do is to resist from that temptation because you're, you're opening yourself up to a lot of things that are unseen. The seen thing is I'm protected. I got a condom on. The seen thing is, well, it was fun, you know. What I got over it, I moved on. But the unseen thing is, the the countless of countless amount of spiritual warfare that is going on within you, as you are now chasing after something that you will never be able to quench, you know.
0: So, I mean, to, to that point, then. What are some practical things we can give people who are like, yo, I, I am hot. Like, I got to get this off me. If it's on my chest, I'm going to get it off me. What are we actually suggesting to those people to, practically? Because we're telling them, like, hey, sit down somewhere, and then what?
1: I'm saying date with the intent of marriage. I'm saying date one person at a what time. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me finish. I'm saying date. Date one person at a time. I'm saying get your heart ready. Deal with some um, things that you are already going to come into the marriage with. Be the be be a ready husband. Be a ready wife. What that means is that there there are things that you're going to bring into your marriage that are either going to make it or break it, mm-hmm. and that you have to personally work on. Every person that I know has something they got to work on. Yeah. Therefore, are you working on becoming a better you for that person, for your wife, for your husband? But I see a lot of people, they're like, I'm already ready-made. Look at me. We talk about the features and what we have on and who we look like, but we don't talk about what we have inside. So the most important thing um, I would say is definitely, one, consult with God about who you're going to be uh, in cahoots with.
0: Right.
1: Whether it's friends, like Lord, is this my friend? You know, I watched a, a TikTok and this girl said that her friend abandoned her while she was drunk in, in, in an abandoned alley. Yeah. That's not your
0: friend. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you realize that on that day, but y'all been friends for six years, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you don't know who you're entertaining even in that area until things go left. Mm. So it's important to really include God in it, Um, because in those moments I still remember us repenting and praying together and, you know, crying out unto God not to leave us because we still felt like this was an abomination because we wanted to please God, but we over here just can't resist each other, and that's why we got married because I loved her, she loved me, we loved each other, and we was hot. There. We was hunching. We was hot. We was, it was getting hot.
0: We was hunching.
1: And it, you know, like it was just something that we did not make it to the end. So if you failed and you are with somebody who God has designed for you, I'm not here to ridicule you. I'm not here to condemn you because obviously we failed too. But I do know that the best way for us, we could have avoided so many things if we didn't. Yeah. Because it's a gift. Like, I could only imagine if I came into the marriage as a virgin, I'd be able to gift my wife
0: yeah. that. We talk about that a lot. You
1: know, and, and if she was able to do the same, she would be able to gift that to me. But nowadays, uh, that's, that's uh, not even spoken about. That's not something that we do. So I, I admonish anybody who's in that, pa- in that path. Hey, son.
0: I think he's saying wrap it up. <laughs> no pun intended Alright y'all let's go ahead ah, Wrap it up that's funny Alright let's go ahead and add some Tax y'all so One thing I that's been heavy On my heart man has been like A mandate to live like you know we talk about dying uh dying to sin daily we talk about dying to ourselves daily but how about live for christ add that on there you know so instead of being dead to sin you know well not instead of but in addition to being dead to sin make sure that you are living in righteousness make sure you are living all right if you want to go on that trip all right and God has made a way for you to go on that trip, baby, go on that trip, all right, Um, live, laugh, eat great green things, eat it, honestly, I really feel like a life hack, is if you just eat something green a day, you will ultimately feel better, all right, but all in all, um, take good care of yourself, live, live, I'm encouraging you to live. There are so many things that will slow you down, attempt to slow you down, try to get you to stop, you know, and things like that. And I want you to think on your worst day, what can I do today to live? All right. So, Tweety, what's your ad tax?
1: Complete. Complete everything that you have been told to do by God. I feel like we, we live in the idea of completing things, but not in the reality of working to complete those things. Like, you know, God told me I need to start my business. It is the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You ain't start yet? You're disobedient. Why are you not completing things? Um, I, I really have a heart to see people do what God told them to, but it, I only could be able to, Model that by doing it myself. So whatever you are asking somebody else to do, you better be doing it too. That's it.
0: All right, guys. Have an amazing day. Take care of yourself. This is Million Dollar Conversations, and we out. I don't feel good, bad. Make you some tea. But I kind of want something to eat. Um, Can you make snap. it with us? You erased it? What? Oh, no. What? It disappeared. No, it did